We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. I love this. This is my type of party. I love this. Afternoons on the score. Peter King in 30 minutes. We will then talk to Roy Wood Jr. at 425, big Cubs fan, comedian, former Daily Show correspondent, and then our guy Bill Fickner at 5 o'clock. Just your typical sports radio guest list. And neither of those guests, by the way, coming on because it's Super Bowl week in Radio Row. They're not going to be promoting some, like, real weird, corny thing. They're right. just coming on because they're uh, friends and uh, friends of the show. When's but r- who is coming on tomorrow <laughs> oh, because they're on Radio Row? I'm not saying we're above it. Because... Oh, yeah, tomorrow, Rob Schneider. <laughs> I'm fine not being above what we're doing tomorrow. At 4 p.m. tomorrow, uh, Kyle Turley. Uh-huh. And Jim McMahon. You had me at Kyle Turley. I know. You really got me at Jim McMahon. They will be coming on the show at 4 p.m. tomorrow to announce their candidacy uh-huh. for president of the United States. Correct. And they have filed all proper paperwork. Okay. I've been told. So they're not both running for president, right? No, they're it's on not the same president. They're on the, they're on the, tic- on one, the ticket. One's, one's president, one's vice president. Jim McMahon president. He's the quarterback. Kyle Turley vice president. Okay. And the party... The Cannabis Freedom Party. It would be great if they didn't flush out who is actually going to be president and vice president, and they have to confront this on the air with us. And all of a sudden, it turns into a debate on who should We never be. considered yeah. this. <laughs> Whose name goes first? McMahon, Turley, Turley McMahon. Which sounds better? Turley McMahon sounds better. Turley McMahon does sound better. Well, J- Jim McMahon, McMahon Turley. is only going to answer in one-word answers written on a headband. So it's going to be a visual kind of Q&A. And well, they will be on Zoom. To, tune into Twitch. Yeah, th- th- they will be on video tomorrow. Perfect. Okay. Because you do have an opportunity to to make a lot of wrongs right when you introduce Jim McMahon to Danny. Because you remember what happened when Mac introduced it's him true. last time we had Jim yeah. McMahon on the show uh-huh. back in the COVID era. I yeah, want I, you to meet my uh, my little buddy Danny Parkins. That's true. That's true. You could say that I'm that's your right. your mature my, my big buddy. <laughs> yeah, my mature, tall, strapping, <laughs> my co-host. my grown man <laughs> cohort. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, Danny. Tell you what, you script what you think is the absolute antidote for my little buddy. <laughs> okay. And and I'll go ahead and and use right. that tomorrow. All right. Sounds. I want good. you I- to meet my uh, my little buddy Danny Parkins. And then uh, McNeil hit you with a captain's hat. <laughs> I believe he did. I believe he did. Yeah. I remember sitting in my bedroom doing that show during COVID and feeling like this was the worst thing that was happening in the world. <laughs> I mean, the pandemic was bad. Yeah, it was bad. But Matt calling you little buddy. Then he made you get on a bicycle and power the radio. Yeah, it was, I remember it, was, it well. It was very belittling. 
Um, all right, so here's the thing. Is that enough Gilligan's Island references? Should I go for one more? I think two was good. I think you could fit another one in. Outside of the demo. It's okay. Some might say. It's never stopped you some. before. Yes, some people might some say. would say that. I realize that I don't even want to not talk about Caleb Williams. So what, I'm not going to ask Peter King about it in 20 minutes? No, 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 you're not. All right. You, you don't need to. Okay. Everything's out there. Everything. I mean, everything that's going to be out there, I think, is out there as of right so now. So don't ask him about what he makes of Washington hiring Kingsbury as a potential way to put together a nest. To, I, okay. I, I don't think you need to ask him. Okay. You know? All right. Well, then, I'll, listen, if, if news comes out, we will talk about it. But it is Super Bowl week. There's a game, Danny. There's a game happening. It's exciting. There's Hall of Fame announcements that Bears fans could be very excited about on Thursday. There's a game. There's the evil commissioner. We could the focus evil on. commissioner. All of these things and polls position comes back Monday at three o'clock. Got a very special surprise planned for it, and I think it's going to be a very good time. There's also going to be an announcement within polls position about another thing. Oh, that the listeners can get that involved the listeners in. can That's get right. involved in. So be paying attention on Monday at three for the first polls position, where we'll map out what polls position is going to be yes and make an announcement and do a polls position all at the same time got a lot on the agenda there's gonna be a lot going on as well as the reveal that you that you hinted at yes so that is that is all happening but the game itself yesterday was media day and all of the questions that are being asked some of nonsensical some that we can get to that are bears related and Mm -hmm. all of that others about taylor swift and conspiracy theories and uh, a father's DWI arrest and all sorts of stuff that, that, that's happening because it's the craziness of a Super Bowl. Then you inject Vegas and gambling and the first time and that spectacle to the whole thing. But when you peel it all back, and I know we'll do full game preview stuff you know, as it gets a little closer, this is a pretty awesome game. It really is. It's a Super Bowl rematch, right? I mean, we... The Chiefs have already beaten the Niners. Andy Reid's Chiefs and Mahomes' Chiefs have beaten Kyle Shanahan's Niners. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan blew a 10-point lead. The Niners blew a 10-point lead with Jimmy Garoppolo in yeah. that game. Yeah, so it is a it is a rematch of coaches, and the Chiefs quarterback is the same, and there are a few key characters on both sides that are the same. With all due respect to Sean McVay, I'd say it's the two reigning offensive gurus in an offensive league. Yes. Like these are these are the guys. I like what McVay has done, and clearly there are a lot of people on his coaching tree. But what Shanahan does is incredible design, and there are a million people on his coaching tree. Right, and then you add in all of the legacy stuff: Andy Reid's place all time, Kelsey's place all time as a postseason performer, and then Mahomes at 28 years old, where it feels like legitimately anything is possible. In terms of the the pace that he is on is better than Brady's pace to start his career. And then the question will be if you think that like rings culture is that is in the NBA matters in the NFL. Like does Tom Brady, does Patrick Mahomes need eight rings to Mm -hmm. be considered better than Brady? Okay. If he does, then it will probably never happen. But if you would say that four rings or five rings with way better stats would you'd be open to that uh, argument that he's better than Brady. Sure. That he is ahead of pace to be the greatest and most accomplished quarterback of all time. How about the Brock Purdy evaluation and conversation that even this weekend could tilt from either one of the best in the game who just won a Super Bowl to the 
the next former quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. Like it, it is, he lives on that edge even now on the eve of the Super Bowl. Insane. It's it's great. It like I the the X's and O's stuff is great. The value of the running back on both teams could not be more uh, separate in terms of like acquisition costs. Trading everything for McCaffrey and paying, and paying him. him versus seventh round pick in Pacheco. And then, for what we always will do, what can the Bears learn from the team? These teams are built very differently. Yes, they are. But before we do that long form, let me just go back one more X and O. Spagnolo versus Shanahan, to me, is one of the preeminent defensive strategists, and the Chiefs have had the best defensive year of this dynastic run. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, the Niners are a – disappointing defense right now, even though they're star-studded and talented and all that stuff. But I just want to see what Spagnolo dials up and how quickly Shanahan counters it. So that X's and O's. But yeah, I get to the big one, I think you're right, is how it relates to the Bears in terms of team building on the two rosters. Yeah, I just just think it's it's a a genuinely great game with there should be no one in your life that you can't hook to the Super Bowl. Especially when you factor in Taylor Swift, mass appeal, celebrity crossover. You know what I mean? I mean, tra- I mean Travis Kelsey's a legitimate celebrity. Patrick Mahomes is a celebrity in terms of as far as NFL players can be as celebrities. These guys are these guys have crossed over in a pretty meaningful way. It's so a juicy, it's a juicy game. It's a very very juicy. I'm going to watch. <laughs> um, and not only am I going to watch, you going to bet on it. I, I'm going to have at least one bet. What are you going to do before you watch? I'm going to be a benchmark. And you can be too, but oh. here's the thing: it's not, you wouldn't come out just to see me. Who me? But, well, you yeah, no, I'm any, not. I'm not coming to see you. But Frank. you'd come out to see Molly, Molly in the Wild. Doesn't happen often. Vegas Haw making an appearance at Benchmark. Burnsy will be there, uh-huh. and then Lawrence and Layla. You'll come out to see Lawrence and Layla. Yeah, well. all seven of us doing a show at Benchmark in Old Town from noon to three. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about this game. Think of it as unbridled chaos There's for free... three hours of a seven-person transition. That's how I would like to think about it. Some people around here seem to be very nervous. They're very neurotic. They want everything scripted and planned. I think it's going to be fine. God, the irony. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, hey, it's, uh, it's rated between two and six. <laughs> uh and then there will be chaos in this thing. No, but honestly, we have great producing, and there's a rundown, and there's a plan, and we'll yeah. be talking about the big game. And all we that do stuff. have a rundown, by the way. That's what I the, just every said. segment is planned. Good. It's how it needs to be. I'm there's going to be a lot of structure. We gotta, I'm going to force a lot of chaos. Hard break times. I'm going to have a co- 21, I'm gonna 39, have a Holocaust, 54. A Holocaust question for every host. I'm going to have in the hopper. That'd be great. Ready to go. And the question is, do you think it happened? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not actually going to ask about the Holocaust. I'm just going to... Whatever individually, the most uncomfortable thing for that person. Oh, correct. Okay. I'm going to tailor a specifically uncomfortable, potentially derailing question for every host I think on that's the a, show. I think that's a good idea. Man, that's my gig. <laughs> How many people? And we, we have Ask Us Anything on the rundown as well. That's Remember, great. For all seven hosts. Well, we start with seven. 
at the end of the show, how many people will still be hosting? Ooh, and then there were none. <laughs> yeah. It's an Agatha Christie murder mystery style radio show. Speaks is hosting solo. Can we have seven dolls on a uh, like on a ledge? And Tanny, you just walk over and knock one down. It was Haw with the candlestick in the library. It was Molly with a bar chair in the bathroom. Yeah. It was Dustin with a vest in the foyer. Killed somebody with a vest. It's possible. Because they weren't wearing a vest. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to think about what I'm going to wear. Yeah, dress code. Dustin's going to be there. But anyway, all you got to do is have 100 bucks in your Circa app and come out to Benchmark. There's a DJ. There's free food. It's going to be a great time. All seven of us are going to be there. And we're going uh, to be talking about the Super Bowl. Go to CircaSports.com if uh, you need more information than what we just gave you. Yeah. Uh, and and that, that does track. After that, I, too, am going to watch the game. I'm going to watch the game. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've decided we're going to watch the game. Real quick, can we stop promoting the DJ? Because we're going to be doing a talk radio show for three hours. I don't want to listen <laughs> well, to the DJ. I don't DJ. know who's the DJ. I might want to meet him. <laughs> you know, you never know. It's, oh, okay. it's you. It's Darren Jackson. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's Darren Jackson. <laughs> oh, Darren Jackson? Yeah. It's David Justice. That's who it is. It's a good point, Shane. Coming out. I assume the DJ will play during commercial breaks? It's like promoting a podcast during our radio show. I don't want to do that. Oh, because we've never done that before. Yeah, that's no, right. Don't uh, do that. Uh, first in pod. Uh, okay, yeah, good point. Yeah, well, there's not. there might be a DJ. Who knows? I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. We'll strike that from the copy points. Uh, anyway, do you agree? <laughs> Thank you. Do you agree that if the Bears select a quarterback at one, they are going more down the Chiefs' path of team building whereas if they trade out of number one and stay with Justin Fields it would be more like a Niners way of team building I don't you don't I don't think that is okay. is as clean because what's Brock Purdy making this year that 900 is 900 grand that is the convenience that allows them to trade for Chase Young's money that allows them to pay Nick Bosa and Debo Samuel Trent and, and McCaffrey and Trent yep. Williams and all of that Justin Fields if they were to keep and they'd work out an extension or just let him play on the fourth year you're talking about nine or ten million dollars oh but here's where I you're right so it so, would not be a complete apples to apples in terms of the quarterback would be cheap. Two things. Fields would still be cheaper than average at quarterback, mm-hmm. right? It'd be a below market value deal at quarterback. Yes. And the number of first round picks that you would acquire in theory, your Trent Williams and your Debo Samuel and your Christian McCaffrey and your Nick Bosa okay. would be first round picks who would be under market value. You would be hoping to hit on the star players outside of quarterback with your massive amounts of draft capital. All right, now ask the question again, and I'll say no again and tell you my schematic reason. Okay. Ask the question again. If the Bears, this is like the end of the newsroom, ask me your a- idiot question again. A- ask me again. Uh, or an almost famous, there's a moment where they go, ask me again. Um, If the Bears trade the number one pick and keep fields and keep fields is that a sign that they are building like the Niners compared to if they draft a QB at one they are aspiring to be more like the Chiefs no and here's why okay because Brock Purdy or Jimmy Garoppolo is a quarterback whose skill set and by design is asked to play on script Get the ball out quick. Just do what we execute. Right. I'm designing it. I've got playmakers for you. Just get the ball out quick. Oh, yes, please do improvise at the end if the whole thing blows up. But your skill set 
is to be on schedule and on script and get the ball out fast. And that is not Justin Fields' skill set. So that is not how you're designing a team in which, you know, a lot of different quarterbacks could slide in and play. Hmm. Interesting. You, you feel me? Because that's, I, I, I do. I, I guess I, if you're I, keeping I, Justin Fields, you've got to make the offense fit him. We all we all agree with this, right? Yeah. Because he is not a plug and play. Let me learn it, and I'll just be on uh, on script and on time, and I'll let your geniusness, Kyle Shanahan, come through. And we got all these playmakers. I'll just set them up for big yak. That that's that's not the quarterback that Fields is. He's, no, I, he's brilliant and needs to be off script more often. I guess I am thinking about the Bears more as still a team on the build. Like you're talking about like the scheme and what they're gonna do week to week, which is obviously a totally fair way to answer the question. But the build should be about what whatever quarterback you're choosing to implement and that it has to be about what their skill set is. Yes, it it is. No it, a- absolutely. I guess the number of star players on the Chiefs, it's Mahomes, it's Kelsey, it's Joe Thune at guard, um, it's Chris Jones, it's Legereus Sneed, hey man, right? Like, on a spreadsheet sense and like putting the puzzle pieces together, I totally get what you're saying. I just, I tussle with that being a separate context than the 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 skill set of the players itself and what it enables you to do. Right. I think the idea is, I mean, it's hard to do this when I think that it is so unbelievably unlikely that they are keeping fields. You know, that, that even if they trade the pick and draft a different rookie, I think that they would do that. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't really think it's at all likely that they're going to run this thing back with Justin, but he did get better at playing on schedule. It wasn't good enough. It wasn't consistent enough, but he did Mm -hmm. get better. And no offense never wants you to play on schedule. You know what I mean? Every every offense wants it to exist on schedule. Without a doubt. The Chiefs does with Mahomes, just like the Niners one does with with Purdy. So I guess I just, if Justin's the quarterback next year, Shane Waldron will have plenty of snap throws, snap three-step drop throws, and it will just still be a question of if Justin is good enough mm-hmm. uh, to do that. And hopefully with better players around him, more pieces, more protection, it'll get easier and easier for him to be able to execute that. I'd like to compliment you on not mentioning CW's Thank name. You. Thank you. I'm trying not, my best. Not once in the segment. I'm trying my best. At this point. It went about eight minutes so far. So far. Yeah. Uh, you can ask Peter King if you nah, really don't want to. No, I don't have to. No, you can. I don't have to. I mean, there's a lot going on. I should probably ask him, right? <laughs> no. I think I'm going to ask him. And then it can come back into effect. Uh-huh. I mean, what if Roy Woods got a thought on it? What if he does? He, it, he might. Have you have you considered that? No, I have not. Well, see? I have not considered that. All right. Well, we've got to serve the audience here, man. Yeah, no, I know. We, gotta, we, gotta, we, we will. All right. We've got months to do it. How do you how do you I, feel I, about the the rings culture part of the Mahomes cuz he was asked about Brady a bunch last night. And I think it's way too soon for any of that. I mean the guy's 28 years old. He can play 15 more years and still retire younger than Brady retired. It, what it reminds me of frankly is the Mike Trout conversation in oh, terms interesting. in terms of go to baseball reference really for anybody and you can compare a player's entire statistical career with any number of other players. And you can also compare a player at that age. So Patrick Mahomes at 28. Yeah. There is no one who comes close. Yeah. He's, yeah. Right. 
That's Abs- exactly right. Absolutely no one who comes close to his accomplishments at age 28. And the good fortune of having a good coach and a good team built around him and the smart front office is getting him those rings. But, man, it's like the accomplishments are incredible. The eye test is is incredible. I always, I always will fight for the eye test to be part of that conversation. You know? Yes. And as we're talking about it, I think about Terry Boris, who, whose answer for the GOAT was always Elway. You know? And I don't know. I haven't... I haven't asked him. I, I I can't recall if he ever weighed in and said Brady definitively, but I know it was always Elway to him, and I know that was in part based on who the hell is that guy, and look at all the plays that that guy makes, and just how different he was, and how much better he was yeah. than so many of them. And I respected that, and, and 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 that was empowered by the two Super Bowls at the end, but that shouldn't preclude it completely. Yeah, I don't think that we'll need to say he has to have eight rings. I don't, I don't think we will, but I think a lot of people will disagree with that because of just how it's gone because of how sports talk has evolved mm-hmm. because, of, and because it's an insane number that he's chasing. We, you know what I mean? It, fe- it felt, that felt impossible when you were growing up watching football, when I was growing up watching football, in to, the get 90s, eight. To, to get seven. Yeah. See, that's insane. That w- that one player played into his mid forties and won seven Super Bowls. He would have been forty six years old if he said yes to Kyle Shanahan's request. Yeah, and played this year. You know, so it's it's it that it almost feels. Yeah, it. I think it's unfair to Mahomes at this point. To, it, he doesn't feel that way. He talks about it. He you know says I'm a long ways off and all that. But I'm like. The guy, the guy is a complete outlier in terms of longevity and winning and consistency of coach and mm-hmm. organization and all of that. But it's another huge backdrop of this game. We will talk to Peter King about riding to work with Kyle Shanahan and uh, Brady and some of the big Super Bowl storylines. And, yeah, uh, I'll probably slide in a, a Bears question. Uh, also, if there's any chance he thinks that Andy Reid retires. Peter King joins us next. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. I am the original talk show window. Peter King in Lake Forest, Illinois with the Bears. I'm Peter King. Hall of Fame writer. The must-read column every single week, Peter King. The great Peter King. Peter King is back. 40 years covering the NFL. 40 years. Host of the Peter King Podcast. Peter already called for him to be, you know. Who did? Peter King? No, PETA. The group that is the people against the ethical treatment of animals. Football morning in America. Not all of us are called King. Not all of us get to walk around with the moniker of King. NBC Sports. After having a long conversation with the NFL's vice president of international stuff. Peter King. I want my general manager to not give a crap what Kenny from Kankakee wants. Somewhere in Kankakee. <laughs> there's, guy a named, there's a Kenny. who just jumped up off what the happened? couch. What did I do? What did I do? Peter. What's with the side swipe? Peter. It's normally, Peter. A, it's normally a bop. This is unbelievable. Kankakee. I'm kid from the Grange. Park, Illinois, that's just trying to be the best he could possibly be every day. Oh, Oh, there he is. We love you, King. Peter King with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. On the line, Odyssey NFL insider Peter King. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. Good afternoon, Peter. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm doing well. Still got this maddening cough, but feel pretty good physically, so I'm good. Well, 
feel better it seems to be going around as always it was yeah. a nice portion of your column when you talked about how many emailers reached out with advice so uh we're hoping that uh, that that goes away did with- any of it work uh yeah there's been there were a lot of people who said you really should consider uh that it might be due to acid reflux and believe it or not last wednesday i had an appointment with a pulmonologist in New York City. And when I mentioned that to her, she said, I think that's what it is. So she put me on a uh, kind of a strong um, uh, acid reflux disease, uh, acid reflux medicine, and, and it has been better. So hopefully it'll go away. So always listen to the readers. I think that's I think that's the lesson. Yeah, I was told not to believe Eating, the comments. Baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh you got to continue the very cool tradition of riding to work uh with a coach preparing for the Super Bowl uh with Kyle Shanahan and you asked him about the reports of them and their interest in bringing in Tom Brady. Curious both what you thought of his answer and if Brock Purdy in some ways is auditioning during the Super Bowl for his secured spot as the starting quarterback next year? No. I think regardless of of what happens in this Super Bowl, he's the 49ers quarterback next year. Nothing's forever, necessarily. He certainly doesn't have the job security of Mahomes. But Kyle Shanahan loves him. The reason he did this, honestly, is that he felt strongly that he wasn't positive that he was going to have a healthy quarterback on opening day. Because remember, Brock Purdy tore up his elbow in the, uh, in the uh, NFC championship game at Philadelphia. And it, and he didn't have surgery until March 10th. That's six months from the start of the season. So you have to deal with that. First of all, and second of all, what was interesting is that Trey Lance had had his second ankle surgery right before the end of the season. They weren't sure he was going to come back. So, you know, Shanahan said, you know, I've got to look out for the best interests of the team. Uh, and he called Brady, tried to get him to come. Brady said no. And so then – they went to plan B, which was Sam Darnold, and that's what they ended up signing. Peter, do you have any advice for those of us who are out here and loathe the NFL as an industry, as Roger Goodell has the curated media at his 6 o'clock news dump on a Monday and you know, strong arms the Niners and tells them they're soft because they don't like the soft practice field and all of this other stuff – and there's the CTE, you know, stonewalling, all of that. But, boy, the product is fun. What are we supposed to do when we hate the industry and love the game? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I kind of look at it and think there's a lot of things about American institutions that we hate. There's a lot of things about American politics that we hate. There's a lot of things about the American economy we hate. But you know what? We love America. And... You know, sometimes what you love isn't particularly lovable in all aspects. So I I don't think it's necessarily 
as bad as what we think. I think any time you have a whatever it is, 22 whatever billion dollar industry, <clears throat> you're going to have a lot to complain about. But he does have some problems that need to be fixed, need to be addressed. What do you think the biggest one is? Um, well, I'm a, I'm a person of one about this. I think there's two that are tied for number one. One is this uh, is is sports gambling, is gambling on this game. Um, I just I don't mean to be Clint Eastwood and Gran Torino, but I believe that we're going to wake up in ten years, and there are going to be more people with problem addictions to sports gambling than there are people with problem addictions to other vices, you know, alcohol or, or drugs or whatever, maybe not drugs, but, you know, a lot of things in America. And that bothers me a lot that everybody seems to say, ah, oh, what's the problem with putting some money on a game? And for the most part, there's no problem. But if you are in high school, if you are in college and and, you know, you're going to be tempted to get into this gambling. It's fun. It's a rush, all that. And if you watch the report on 60 Minutes Sunday with John Wertheim, you know, interviewing gambling experts, they're exceedingly worried. There's that. And, look, there's not anything you're going to be able to do about the spate of retired football players who in 15 years are going to wake up with very, very serious brain trauma a result, you know, injuries and or illnesses resulting from brain trauma. But there's really not a lot you can do about it unless you stop playing football. I think it's going to get better because of all the attempts to, uh, you know, to take, you know, helmet to helmet and take brain trauma out of the game. But it's never going to go away as long as you keep playing. That's what football is. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. We're joined by Peter King. Do you think Washington is trying to make their situation as appealing as possible in case Caleb Williams wants to flex whatever leverage and power he has to orchestrate a trade to his hometown team in the hiring of Cliff Kingsbury? I'm sure they view that, they view hiring Kingsbury as an advantage if Adam Peters gets to the point and says, I want Caleb Williams on this team. Okay. Now, there's about 10 tentacles to this, but I'll tell you the two that I would be most concerned with. Okay. Uh, one is you never want to hire a coach because you're trying to get somebody. And I think that Cliff Kingsbury is an excellent offensive mind to work with. And the biggest reason is that he is determined that he is going to have a great running game everywhere, everywhere he's been. He's built the running game. I mean, he did it. It's crazy to say, but look at his stats uh, of his running game in Arizona. They were always good. And, you know, I think that is a friend to the quarterback. <clears throat> but, you know, I think the one thing that would concern me 
about all this is that, and again, I do not mean to harp on the negative for Caleb Williams. I really don't because I don't watch all these games. I am not uh, a college football nut. I, I, I'm just not. So take my opinion with a grain of salt. But, I mean, I saw that Notre Dame game. You can't unsee it. He responded poorly, capital P, to Notre Dame's pressure packages that night. What do you think you're going to see in the NFL? Let's just say for the sake of argument that he goes to Washington, Caleb Williams. Arguably, they had the worst offensive line in the league last year. You can't fix that all in one offseason. <clears throat> and so, you know, how's Caleb Williams going to play behind a lousy offensive line? Why don't you ask uh, Bryce Young how he felt behind that awful offensive line in California. You can't do all the things you want to do and what you've been trained to do when you're always running for your life. So I just say, everybody, you know, take a chill pill on this. And look, it's a long-term decision, and we've talked about it a 100 times. I would definitely, if I were Ryan Poles, build my roster and trade the pick. But, again, I don't know what they're going to do. Is there a belief that Caleb Williams might push the envelope here in the Eli Manning slash John Elway mold and actually try to either challenge the system or get to where he wants to go? I think it's possible. Um, I always thought it might be possible with Joe Burrow uh, trying to talk his way out of Cincinnati. Um but it didn't happen and he didn't do it. So, but every year that subject comes up. And I think the reason why this one has legs is that who, who did it early last season where his father talked to somebody, maybe Esquire or some, some GQ. reporter. GQ. Yeah. GQ. Okay. GQ. And basically, you know, talked about the teams that he wouldn't want to play for or that his son wouldn't want to play for. But I'm always really cautious about that for a very simple reason. It's not Caleb Williams talking. It's his father talking. And, you know, just because his father thinks that Chicago, and I don't even know that he thinks this, but evidently that that Chicago would be a lousy place for his son to play. I want to hear that from his son. You know, so, but anyway, I don't, I think it's a little bit, uh, I think it's a little bit of a, um, I think it's a little bit speculative and I just don't know if it's true. And that's the problem with running with things like this. It's so important that I don't think you should run with something like that. If you don't know if it's true, Peter, enjoy the game. Thank you, sir. Hey, I will. Thanks a lot, guys. That was Odyssey NFL insider Peter King. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. We have breaking news in the world of sports media. And you say, oh, you guys are always talking about the media. This will absolutely impact how you watch sports. This is uh, we've light on details here, but the headline itself is fascinating. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Chris, Mad Dog, Russo. You it, guys are the best. The it, both of you. Afternoons on the score. But what's going to bother me and what's going to bother me is I am not I am not gadget oriented. I am not gadget savvy, and this is all about gadgets. Well, it looks like you might not have any choice 
if you want to watch sports to figure out how to stream sports. We are light on details right now, but in a... That has never stopped us before. Well, I mean, the headline is has enough details in it to let me know that this is a massive story. ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers are launching a joint sports streaming platform in the fall. That's six months from now. So that, I mean, that covers the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the World Cup, college football, some golf, college basketball, Mm -hmm. golf. Golf Channel is under the Discovery Network. There you go. Um, I mean, ESPN has rights to Thursdays and Fridays of a couple of the majors. Um, So a joint venture streaming just for sports? It is a sports streaming platform. So, like, to me, the first thing that's really interesting about this is that these massive media companies that are competitors are joining forces together. Yeah, that's really interesting. You know what I mean? Like, like Fox and Disney are competitors. Mm-hmm. They, they, they are not known for – it's not like you see someone on Fox Sports 1 and ESPN. You know, these, these are – Troy Aikman is not able to call the Super Bowl on Fox right. and then call Monday Night Football for, for Disney. These companies are in competition with each other. Yes, but have you been struck in recent years how freely and comfortably TNT will promote an ESPN NBA game, how freely and comfortably Fox will promote a CBS game or an NBC game as part of the NFL playoffs? Yes. Everything has fallen sort of comfortably in terms of promotion, if not commercials or shared media. It's fallen comfortably under the league umbrella. So it's getting... It's getting cleaner that way to facilitate something like this. Yeah, I think, yeah, so a couple of things, like uh, cable. I'm just exhausted. But but honestly. I know. It used to be you paid for cable, you got all the channels, you could pay more for the sports tier, you got more channels, then you got all the games because everything was on cable. And then we're done. Now, I I wonder if this is Netflix has so much money. And is dabbling in live sports. They've made it plain that they're entering into the live sports arena. So now the, these entities all coming together to combat it. These entities are saying, listen, we can't really compete one-on-one with Netflix because they don't have the overhead that we have. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Uh, God, I, I, where, how often do you guys do it? I'd say every two months, maybe three months. I sit down and I look at all my monthly fees for everything I'm paying for, whether it's streaming or and sometimes it's journalism. I try to take a look and say, okay, could I bundle some of these things together? Is there any way that I can make this cleaner? And, oh, by the way, how much am I paying for this stuff while I'm also paying for cable? Anybody, anybody in that all position? The time. All the time. All, yeah, of course. And I swear I, the thing I love and most. I, I have to be double paying for 10 things. I, I swear the thing I love most about having cable and Xfinity is the C button. Like to just go to the Pull sports up what app. What sports is on? I don't know where it is. Where yeah. is it? Oh, okay, great. Then I can just hit the button, and it's it's cleaner and it's better. Or the microphone. God bless the microphone. I, I, listen, I haven't cut the cord. I haven't either. I love it. It's easier to change channels. It feel now. I will say, some of my friends that stream are actually they they're they're right there with me. 
Like, I occasionally get texts in the group chat of, that are slightly ahead of what I'm watching on TV, and I know they're watching on YouTube, YouTube TV. That pisses me off. Well, no, no, I, I'm, right now I'm thinking of you watching an NFL playoff game at Shane's house and being upset about not being in real time. That was a tough day. That, that was a tough day. Alyssa still brings that up. Do you remember when Danny sat there in the chair and said, I can't bet live? You can't. I looked at the live odds in that in that game when Brock Purdy got hurt. That was what it was. It was when Purdy got hurt. It was the NFC Championship. And I, and I was like, this doesn't make any sense, guys. Then the next play, the dude blew out his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing that happened. Yeah. That was that was ruined by cutting the cord. Mm-hmm. We were scooped. That's why, <laughs> that's why I've never come over, hey. Shane. That and the invite. Uh, Those are the two things. But mostly it's like, I don't even want to hang out. You've been invited to every housewarming. That's true, actually. Yeah. I I haven't gone. The, You've been there. I'm jealous. The This is an, it's a, this is gonna be a very complicated life. I or yeah. Uh, or we'll just add it to the list of things that I'll pay for. Uh <laughs> I mean, how are you gonna not pay for it? I think they count on our confusion. The service will be available to oh, this is interesting. The service will be available to all ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Max subscribers, and each company will own one-third of the product. Oh, so if if I have Hulu, I get it automatically? But so then, yeah, you know what? This might actually be the thing that gets me to cut the cord. Is this too many cooks, though? Are there too many many cooks cooks in one kitchen? It kind of feels like that. (sighs) Yeah, well, I love this. This is, I don't know if this person is being funny or serious that fox has gone woke and it's going to be kind of funny when like fox political commentators are criticizing like disney world for their policies mm. but then they're in business over the streaming stuff it's just that's all so fake and performative I, I i wonder if this is going to end up making things easier if this is that much under the same streaming umbrella if it's going to consolidate the viewing for a lot of people, and as you say, as you're leaning, you know, get you towards thinking about cord cutting. Can I get NBC Sports Chicago and Marquee on the streaming services? No. Okay. Well, then we can't do it. You have to do Marquee on its own through their app if you don't have it through Xfinity. Right. So, okay, right. So then but I- yes, you could pay 20 bucks a month for Marquee on its own without having cable. Of course, yes. That's the direct-to-consumer product that is launched. But it's not, It's not. you'd have to leave YouTube TV or Hulu TV Correct. Plus to mm-hmm. go to a different app Correct. and interface. I, don't, I can't do I that. I think the only service that has it built in proprietary is Fubo. Okay, well, that does, that's not included in this. <laughs> that I was thought the best. Was, I thought it was Tubi. <laughs> that was around for a few days. Fubar. I thought it was Bufu. <laughs> I thought it was tofu. I mean, I have a tofu press. I don't have a fubo press. Why do you have a tofu press? Enough with the gadgets. You don't need a tofu press. Oh, it's so fun. It works so fast. It's awesome. You can't rush pressing water out of tofu. You <laughs> yes, can't you rush can. That. With my tofu press, I can. You shouldn't. It's, it's, it's an inferior product. When also, you do that. That, that's part of my workout regimen. I do 10 tofu presses every morning, regardless, as part so of my woke. my. <laughs> Roy Wood Jr. in half an hour. Wow. What did he tell to us that you, he said via text to you? He said he's that, got a question. Uh, he's got a question for men.
He's got a, a question for men. He's got a question for men. Do, at, we, do uh, we know any men? We'll we'll uh, we'll find some for okay. the four twenty five. There's, there's got to be a few listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll join uh, Roy Wood in half an hour. Uh, Bill Fickner at five o'clock. More on this uh, fallout to the media story in the NFL. Hey, and I I read today there's a new bias against a certain type of person that I had never heard of this bias before. I want to run it by you. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.